Happy Sunday, guys. What's up? Welcome into another episode of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt at Sports Talk. Matt, to follow me across all socials. This podcast being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com. Every morning, I tell you guys about OmahaSteaks.com. We're having a good week. Maybe it's time to go buy the meat. I don't know. Omaha Steaks, the world's best beef, naturally aged and ultimate for ultimate tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. 50% off site-wide semi-annual sale going on right now. Promo code JUICE gets you $30 off. Additionally, off the 50%, 30 bucks off. Minimum purchase may be required. All of this will be backed by their unconditional 100% money back. Guarantee right now, five generations of family-owned expertise means uncompromising quality. You can trust OmahaSteaks.com. Promo code JUICE, knock off $30 off their semi-annual sale, 50% off going on right now. All right. That was almost an epic Saturday. We almost had an epic Saturday. Rutgers missed a field goal in the first half. Because of that, Greg Schiano did not go and kick a field goal late in the game. Instead, went for it inside the red zone on fourth and eight, I think it was. They didn't get it. 31-7, the final. Michigan wins. We, we took 24 points. It pushed. We could have had the cover there. That could have been nice. Notre Dame decided to play the final two, two plays, the biggest two games of the year with 10 players. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then the replay official put a second back on the clock because the game could have ended 16-14 and we would have won. Instead, they put a ridiculous one second back, so they had to kick the extra points and the and the field goal. And so, and by the way, they should have just, you know, not kicked that extra point. They should have just like taken a knee with it and not kicked it because that could have been blocked and returned. And that's how one way that Notre Dame could have tied the game. So, could have done that too. That would have been the better strategic play, but no, you know, the alumni for Ohio state, they care too. So kick the extra point. We all push three. If you took three and a half, I told you last night, I said, or yesterday, you know, yesterday morning, I said, Hey, if you guys get three and a half, I'm jealous. Most of you got three and a half. Cause you bet it late. That's phenomenal. I bet it early. I thought the line would come under three. Never did. It went the other way. It went up my bad to bet that early. If you bet that with me back on Thursday, sorry, we pushed, Bet it late. You got plus three and a half. Congratulations. And then we get two bets, right? We get the under Iowa again. I mean, they get shut out 31, nothing by Penn state. How bad is Iowa's offense? Oh my gosh. Brian Ferentz, uh-oh, that 25 points per game clause is probably not going to get hit. And that means Kirk is going to have to fire his kid. Oh, no. And then we got the win in the oh, oh, Oregon, did what Oregon was supposed to do and totally de-pantsed, turned over Oregon and, and, and Colorado and spanked them in front of everybody, which is exactly what was supposed to have happened in that game. And it's exactly what did happen in that game. Welcome to reality prime and congrats Colorado same thing's going to happen to us against USC coming up this weekend unfortunately that's going to be at home when that happens but nothing wrong with you know winning three games and getting everybody all excited but people who are betting money line Colorado yesterday huh come on guys like what are you doing that was that was nuts so got that right and then we got we were wrong on Ole Miss because amazingly enough I bet I thought Jackson Dart would be the better quarterback in that game. I was wrong. I mean, Jalen Miro wasn't great, but he was good enough and he was better than Dart. Dart was bad. That whole game plan was awful. I mean, I thought Lane Kiffin got completely outcoached by Nick Saban and Nick Saban's staff. That was embarrassing. Really bad play calls. Way too conservative of an offensive approach. I said last night they had to run the ball 30 times. 
they didn't run the ball well at all. And they really didn't have the weapons for Ole Miss really aren't there offensively. Something to watch. They're not nearly as potent as you would like them to be, or they should have been lost the game by 14. We had a chance to potentially get a push on the seven, but yeah, but by 14. So it's a two, one in uh, two, one in two day. I haven't had two pushes. <laughs> I think it's a first on a single day in my three years of doing the daily juice. Never seen two pushes. So we go to Sunday up three units on the week. Okay. So winning week going, I got four bets going right now that I'm going to give you. I have a Wong teaser in four player props that I'm going to give you on the live stream to this morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 noon. Okay. 12 to 1230. Pat Fitzmorris will be with me this week. We'll go over all the games, late line movement, late news and information. Take a look at player props that I like player props that Pat likes. We'll talk about the overall slate and get into it. So looking forward to that coming up at noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific time right here on the betting pros, YouTube channel, where I'll give you four player props and I will give you the long teaser, which is 0-2. But my teaser is 2-0. And here is my teaser. I am going the KC Chiefs down to six and a half. Six point teaser. They're 12 and a half point favorites against the Bears. I'm going to fade the holy heck out of Justin Fields and this Bears team. They're on the road at Arrowhead and they just had their DC quit this week. Not good. They had $100,000 worth of equipment stolen at a Hallis Hall. Not good. The quarterback had to go and apologize, Justin Fields, for comments about the coaching staff. Not good. It's Chief Week. Not good. Chiefs minus six and a half. Couple that with the Baltimore Ravens. Look, you guys know I really like the Ravens, okay? I like them a lot this year. I think the Ravens have a real good chance of going to the Super Bowl here in Las Vegas. And... When the Ravens are playing against teams that I think they should dominate and the line is, you know, only seven and a half Ravens at home against the Colts. Okay. It looks too easy to lay the seven and a half. I'm just going to tease it down. Take the Ravens minus one and a half points. Two leg six point teaser minus 120 Ravens minus one and a half Kansas City minus six and a half. Those are very popular survivor picks as well. Kansas City may be the number one survivor pick. It is in, uh, is it in Vegas? Yeah, I think Casey's number one and Jacksonville's number two. I think that's right. I might be wrong about that, but I know Casey's high up there on the Circus Survivor most pick list. But minus 120, 1.2 units, Ravens minus one and a half, Chiefs minus six and a half. I'm two and oh so far on these teasers. Let's keep it rolling. Next bet. Chargers and their road trip up against the Minnesota Vikings dome. Good for passing. Good for scoring. Opened at 50. It's been bet to 54. It's still 54. I'm okay with chasing steam here. I got a bad number. Okay. But here's the thing. Minnesota's offense. They put up 28 points on Philly. They put up 17 points on Tampa under in week one. Over in week two, they've given up 34 and 20 points. 54 points total is not good against this Chargers team. And both these teams are desperate and both these defenses are not good. Chargers are 2-0 and to the over. 50 was the total at home against Miami for them. It flew over 36-34. Next week against Tennessee, 45 and a half on the road. The game went over by five and a half points. This total is 54. 
I, I don't think you have to overthink this, okay? Justin Jefferson's going to have a monster game. You want to bet over Justin Jefferson props on everything? Go right ahead. Tariq Hill had 215 yards receiving against this secondary, okay? Chargers do not have a pass rush to speak of, which is crazy because they have a Bosa on their defensive line. But the Vikings also defensively, I think, are going to be susceptible to this offense for the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert has a really big day. I think Herbert throws the ball all over the place. It's a one o'clock start time over 54 Chargers and the Vikings for 1.1 units. By the way, if you thought yesterday was ugly with all dogs in and under, I guess we'll all but one Oregon. This is going to be like the kind of the public play special, if you will. I'm chasing steam and I'm laying points on laying points and over. <laughs> so we're laying points with the Chiefs, laying points with the Ravens. I'm laying points with the Patriots. Zach Wilson in two games at home against Bill Belichick's defense has thrown seven interceptions, seven. His throw a, throw a pick prop is minus 200 or so. It's a good bet. It's juicy, but it's a good bet. Patriots are laying two and a half points. The Patriots have been rather unfortunate. Okay. With the way that they have played this season and the things they've had some bad breaks, unfortunate turnovers, some bad luck. They're Owen two on the year. They're Owen two against the spread, but this is the Patriots and the jets. This is the get right spot for the Patriots. This is me as a Patriot fan talking and you might go, Oh, Matt, it's a bad idea. Maybe, the offensive line is so bad for the Jets. I mean, so bad for the Jets. They, I think the, uh, the left tackles is out now for the Jets. I forget his name, but I just, I just saw that, that he is out for this game. I mean, it is unbelievable. The number of Dwayne Brown. Yes. Left tackle out, not playing. Okay. He, he's not playing in, in, in this game. You just have so many injuries. Mikhail Becton is probable to play. He probably will go, but he's got a knee injury, the other tackle, which is not good. I, this Jets team with Zach Wilson, I know they can run the football at times. I know the defense is somewhat good and, and can be really good at times. I don't need the Patriots to do much. I do like the under in this game. If you don't like the Patriots minus two and a half, if you just want to say, I want to bet the under, I don't mind it, but this is just really a, a 36 is so darn low. I, 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 I'm, I'm afraid of it. I do lean towards the under. You can also same game tease this if you want. Okay. You could go jets plus eight and a half, take the total up to 42 and bet the under. I don't mind that at all. Okay. That's one way of approaching this game. I'm just going to get out of here and just say minus two and a half. And if it's a 10, seven victory for the Patriots, that's great. Don't lay three. Okay. Two and a half. You've got to even got to buy it down. I got two and a half. Try to find two and a half out there. I think the Patriots will move the football well enough. I think the defense will give this, give the offense short fields and a defensive touchdown for the Patriots is very possible. Okay. It's very, very possible with Zach Wilson against Belichick. Very, very possible. Go under on the Jets receivers. Okay. I think that's a good idea to go under on Garrett Wilson yards. Patriots is going to take him away. So you're not beating us with him. Okay. Patriots minus two and a half for 1.1 units. Sunday night football is the fourth play here for the podcast. Steeler fans have invaded Vegas. Steelers on the road up against Las Vegas Sunday night football. First time Pittsburgh has ever played here in Las Vegas and they are fired up. Number opened at a pick. It's been steamed at two and a half. Now, maybe it's a head fake, but I don't think it is. All right. At home, the Raiders are a tough out. 
This is the home opener for the Vegas Raiders. They played on the road at Denver. They won by one. They played against Buffalo last week and got destroyed. But we predicted that they were going to get destroyed. Here they come back to take on a very good defense, but an offense that is an absolute disaster under Matt Canada. I mean, just an absolute disaster. They've scored. They just don't score. I mean, yes, they covered in the one by four against Cleveland, but their defense scored two touchdowns. Primetime under. Yep. It's probably a good idea. Primetime unders have been a thing. And this very could be very well could be a primetime under. But I think Garoppolo is going to have something for this defense. And if Mika Fitzpatrick is not 100%, and it sounds like he's not going to be, he's going to play, but he's not going to be great. Devontae Adams might eat this defense for lunch. They may be able to run the football. They really want to run the ball. And that's really hard to do against the Steelers, okay, at times. But also other times, you can really run the ball on the Steelers. And that's one way I think this offense will get back to get back on track and get back to what it wants to do. That's feed Josh Jacobs. Pittsburgh on the ground is averaging. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. They're averaging 5.6 yards per rush. That's last in the NFL. Everyone's running on them. So <laughs> they've been good at times, but not this year. Two games 5.6 yards. They give up 193 yards on the ground per game. That's 32nd. It's last in the NFL. They are seeing 35.4 rushes per game. Josh Jacobs, by the way, this Josh Jacobs props should be something that you guys bet. Josh Jacobs is going is to do. A, a, I mean, that's I'm kind of tipping my hand as to what I'm going to give you guys tomorrow, uh, this morning on the live stream, but I'm giving you the plays as to what I think is going to happen. Garrett Wilson's unders Josh Jacobs over kind of play it out how it's going to, how this game is going to wind up going. Justin Herbert over, you know, these are plays I like a lot for tomorrow or for, for today, rather for the, uh, for the prop market. But I think the Raiders win the game. I think the Raiders cover, cover the two and a half points. Don't go to three. I want to win here. I think the Raiders win. I'm going to follow steam. Don't get the three, but I just don't trust Kenny Pickett in this offense, which is scoring 16.5 points per game, which is not good. This offense is not running the ball very well at all. 3.1 yards per rush is 27th best in the NFL. They are 5.2 yards per pass play. That's 28th best in the NFL. They're throwing the ball a ton. I mean, but not, they're not connecting. Their completion percentage is 60%. That's 27th in the NFL. But the, the Raiders give up a lot of receptions. All the Raiders, 81% opposing completion percentage. Maybe this is a get right spot for this offense with Kenny Pickett, but I just don't think so. I think Jimmy Garoppolo and company on Sunday night, I think they get it done. I love the kicker for the, for the, for the Raiders and Carlson. He's a massive weapon at home. 55 yard field goals are nothing for him. I like this team to score Raiders minus two and a half for 1.1 units. All right. Four bets here going into the live stream noon Eastern. I'll give you a long teaser. If there's one available, there should be. And I'll give you four player props that I have bet that I like here for tonight for Pittsburgh and Las Vegas or for everybody involved on week three of the NFL. Again, teaser, it's Chiefs minus six and a half, Ravens minus one and a half for 1.2 units, Patriots minus two and a half, 1.1 units, Raiders minus two and a half, 1.1 units, Chargers and the Vikings over 54 for 1.1 units. I will talk to you later today for the live stream. I'll give you more bets and more plays on a Sunday. Let's have a good day. My name is Matt Peralt. You guys can follow me on socials at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. And on Sundays, two times, the Daily Juice podcast always being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com.